Good evening, everyone, mm. and thank you for joining us this evening on Wednesday, the 31st of May, 2023, to Vision Store's second Exploring Technology webinar for the year, where we'll be introducing and providing information on two new portable DAISY and media players, known as the Victor Reader Stream 3 from Humanware and the Sense Player OCRET from Pacific Vision. My name is Tony Wu, and I'll be one of your co-hosts, and I'm joined by my fellow colleague and AT guru, David Woodbridge. Also joining us today are two very special guests. We have Sam Taylor, uh, the blindness product consultant from Pacific Vision, and Ramona Mandy, who is the technical advisor from Humanware Australia. I'd like to begin the session by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we meet this evening. I'd like to pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. This webinar will be recorded for those who cannot stay for the entire session, and then you can access the recording later by visiting Vision Australia's YouTube channel. This is an interactive session, so please submit any questions that you may have throughout the session by using the chat box. For those that use a screen reader, you can access the chat function through keystrokes Alt-H or, sorry, Alt-H or Shift plus Command plus H if you're a Mac user. For those who have issues using the chat box, we'll be dedicating some time at the end of the webinar for you to ask a question. So click, please click on the raise on your hand button and I will unmute your microphone so you can ask your question. We'll answer as many questions as best we can as many time permits. Thank you everyone for joining us and I'll pass it over to David now. Okay, now, hi everyone, it's David Bridge Down. I was contemplating on, on which person to introduce first, and I thought, you know what, a fair away is, now I can't give these people the short and the long straw, so I'm thinking of a number between 1 and 10, uh, and if either one of you, so Sam, you can go first and guess the closest number to what I'm thinking of. I'll go with 4. Mm -hmm. And Romana? My lucky number is 8. Oh, well, shucks. Sam, looks like you're going first because I actually was thinking about four. <laughs> All right, so Sam, I'll leave it to you. And, and then a reminder, Sam's from Pacific Vision and uh, he's going to have a chat to us about the Sense player. Thanks very much, David, and thank you, Tony. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Sam Taylor from Pacific Vision and tonight I wanted to talk to you about the SensePlayer OCRET, which I'm just going to call the SensePlayer for short. So what we basically have here, which I'll hold up uh, for those who can to see it, it's a multiplayer of various audio types and uh, file formats. So we can do books and we also have the camera on the back for scanning and reading. So first of all, it is a DAISY player, and it also allows for a variety of um, other things as well, including web radio, FM radio, and some additional Android apps as well. So the operating system is Android. We're looking at Android 11 right now uh, with a view to be upgradable. And I thought I would just start by going around the orientation of the device and just talking about um, some of the, the features of, of the hardware. So uh, first of all, we have some buttons on the front. So we've got four buttons across, I'm just looking at it upside down so that people can see. So forgive me if I'm doing like a mirror image here. Um, four buttons going across the top of the device effectively. So we have our status button, which tells you the application that you're in. 
Then we have Wi-Fi and Bluetooth buttons. So if you wanted to connect to your router for uh, listening to web radio, downloading books from the Vision Australia Library, um, that's what Wi-Fi is uh, allows you to do. Then we have Bluetooth on off. So for connecting Bluetooth headphones and other peripherals via Bluetooth. Uh, and finally, the button on the top, uh, fourth button along is the Smart Connect. Now, one of the unique features of the Sense Player is the ability to connect it to a touchscreen phone, and that can be an iPhone or an Android device. And that would allow you to use the tactile keys on the Sense Player to control your smartphone. So um, with VoiceOver running or with um, TalkBack running, for example. So that would allow me, for instance, to compose um, a complete message um, on the Sense Player's keyboard or I could simply flick through the various icons on my phone and I could hear the output either through the phone itself or if I wanted to, through the Sense Player. That effectively means that I could have my phone plugged in on the other side of the room if I were traveling and I could still um, use the Sense Player and look through Netflix and actually hear the output from Netflix on the Sense Player um, while I was sitting in an armchair or, or even lying in bed, whatever I want to do, um, or via Bluetooth. So that's that's a pretty cool feature and one that people have been really interested in, the, the tactile nature um, of the Sense Player operating the phone. So we'll move on down. We do have some arrow keys, um, the traditional pad that you'd be used to, up, down, left and right, and the OK button. And under that, we have a numeric keypad. Um, so the 12 keys that you'd be used to on a telephone keypad with a raised dot on the number five. There are some keys around the left and right hand edges as well, uh, as well as a lock switch for when you're in transit and you wanted to lock the sense player so that it doesn't, for example, come on in your bag. I won't go through all of these controls, but I will say that there is a record button that you can press once to go into your recent recordings, or you can press and hold uh, to record at any point. Um, we also have volume up and down, and those buttons can also adjust speed or pitch, depending where you are in the system. A lanyard can be attached to the back of the unit. And underneath that is the door for the removable battery. Battery life is around about 15 hours. On the bottom of the player, we have our headphone jack, which is a standard 3.5 millimeter jack for connecting headphones, and also a USB-C jack for connecting various things. Um, it's how the device charges, but you can also connect um, a USB-C thumb drive. You can connect a mixer, um, or you can connect headphones that way as well if you prefer to do that instead of Bluetooth headphones or standard 3.5mm uh, headphones. So I'm just going to turn on the device now so that you might be able to, to hear this and we'll go through some various menu options. So I'll power this on and you'll hear the startup chime. File manager. Okay. So those who have used the HIMS devices before, this, this is made by HIMS and it does have a similar menu to a Braille Sense, starting with the file manager. So going into there, you'll find your connected drives and also the internal storage, which we refer to as the flash disk. 
So by copying files from a computer, you can um, access a variety of file types, uh, anything from MP3 files to Word documents, um, and very soon you'll be able to install uh, Android apps as well. Now they could include things like Audible, um, it could be the Lookout app for reading food labels on packaging, um, or even things like Google Chrome or Dropbox um, so that you can download files from other sources as well. So all of this can be done from the Sense Player. And as I mentioned before, I've, I'm using Netflix on here currently as well. So we'll just scroll down this menu to see what else we have other than File Manager. Media Player. Media Player is where all the music happens. So uh, any audio file types such as MP3 or M4A, um, that's where podcasts can also open up as well. Um, and for those interested, we, we will have chapter support for the podcasts very shortly as well. We'll keep on going down here. Daisy Player. Daisy Player. So books from Vision Australia Library can be uh, directly downloaded into the player and they will open up in the Daisy Player. So as expected, the uh, Sense Player will remember your position in a Daisy book and you can move through the book by um, you know several units as well. So you might want to go by heading. Uh, so that you can go between chapters, you might want to go back five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and so on. And all that can be accomplished in the Daisy Player as well. Document Reader. The Document Reader is for text files, and that could include Microsoft Word files, um, the files called um, EPUB, the EPUB extension, and also web pages, um, HTML, among others. FM Radio. There is an FM Radio. You do need headphones plugged in to utilise that. Uh, but it does mean that you're able to take advantage of a number of, of uh, FM stations. OCR. OCR. So that's where we use the back-facing camera um, for, for scanning documents. Now, we do also offer a, an OCR scanning stand for this as well, which remains set up on a desk. And you can position the uh, Sense Player in such a way that you can move your reading material up against the stand, um, go into the OCR feature of the Sense Player or simply press number six and it can easily scan page after page for you with um, quite good accuracy when it's on its stand. Um, you can then save the files for later retrieval um, or even save them to your computer uh, if you want to. Web radio. The web radio, so that will allow you to listen to web radio stations both in Australia and abroad, so um, all over the world as well. If a web radio station is not found in the database, you can definitely import one. Uh, if if you want to do that, and we can help you with steps um, for, for that process. Podcasts. Podcasts, we touched on briefly, but you can subscribe to podcasts through the system. And uh, again, podcasts can be imported if they're not found by the player straight away. Library services. Library services, we support both Vision Australia and Bookshare. So if you have either of, of those memberships uh, ready to go, you can simply enter the information uh, on the numeric keypad. Uh, and you can sign directly into the library to download uh, your books. Utilities. Utilities contains a few things. We'll just go through them briefly. Recordings. Okay, so your recordings are there that you've made. So we can bring those up through utilities. Color reader. There's a color reader, which again, utilizes the back facing camera. So that will take a quick photo and, um, and give you the, the color of something. Memo. Memo allows you to write text memos, again, using the keypad. Calculator. We have a basic calculator. Wake up alarm. Wake up alarm. Stopwatch. Stopwatch and countdown timer. Countdown. Sleep timer. And a sleep timer. Format. 
backup restore flash upgrade sense player and firmware. that's also where you can update the firmware on the device as well settings settings is where bluetooth and wi-fi connections happen and also where you can change some options so for example if you've decided that you want to use an android device instead of a um, um, an iphone for your smart connect to control tactually via the player that's where you would make that change all apps and all apps is quite new and that's where we can um, some introduce some some new apps as well so down the track we'll have the ability for uh, google chrome and some third-party applications that you're able to load onto the player as well so pacific vision are selling the sense player and we do have the option to add an executive products case i'll give you pricing of both of those um, those options so the sense player et uh, sold through pacific vision is 1106 dollars the sense player case from executive products we're looking at a third party for those at the moment they are going to be around about between 180 and 200 dollars delivered so shipped to you uh, they do need to come from overseas and both the case and the shipping uh, is reasonably expensive anyway from the US, um, but yeah, we we have we, we do have an agreement where we can at least get those in for you if you if you wanted that. Um, we do ship the Sense Player with a soft uh, carry case, but it can't be used in that case. It does have a lanyard attached as well, so I've I've got that attached to mine currently. Um, you can easily adjust volume on on the fly to make that um, as as loud as possible. It's it's a good bedside table player. You can usually hear what's happening, you know, the, the output uh, quite nicely, but you may decide that you want to uh, connect that to Bluetooth speakers or a wired speaker um, or even something like Aftershocks or, um, you know, headphones as well. That was my two-minute so, warning, Sam, by the way. Yep, that's brilliant. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so if anybody uh, has any questions, we'd love to take those later on. And um, you're, you're welcome to contact us either at Pacific Vision or Vision Australia for further information. Did you want to give Thank the contact you. information, Sam, for Pacific Vision? We can do that, yep. So you can visit us on the web at www.lowvision.com.au. If you'd like to contact me directly, I can be reached um, at sam at pacificvision.com.au and sales and technical support, my telephone number is 0420-355-996 and that's Australia-wide. So um, it's... You know, whether you're in, in Sydney or Perth, it doesn't matter. We, um, we're, we're happy to, to help you out regardless of your location. Excellent. All right. Thank you, David. Thank you for a concise presentation as always. So now we're, we've got uh, Ms. Ramona. And Ramona, I always like to hear you present as well as the same as Sam. So I'm expecting a five-star as the same with um, Sam to let us know all about the Victor Redestream third generation, which I'm also really excited about. Possible text. Acknowledge first of all that my colleague Matthew Paquette is probably in the audience. Matthew is our product manager at Humanware for our Victor and GPS devices. So if there's any questions I can't answer, I might be calling on Matthew's help. For those that don't know about Humanware, we make all sorts of techn technology solutions for all age groups and all levels of vision loss and what I also call 
tech abilities. The human in our name speaks to the fact that we try to put humans at the centre of our mission and our products. I'm a user of the humanware products as well. I'm blind and I've had many streams and I love them just like a lot of other people do. Uh, and I've been at humanware for about 20 years, so I'm a, an old blind person. <laughs> um, currently, our talking book players or our daisy players, uh, as they're called, are the Victor Reader Stream, Victor Reader Trek, which is our GPS and media player, and our Victor Reader Stratus players, which are our desktop models that have the uh, take CDs, and they can also now bring your Vision Australia library books down through your Wi-Fi. But you may not know that Humanware actually made the very first handheld DAISY player even before the Victorita stream was around, and that was called Maestro. But tonight, I'm introducing to you the Victorita Stream 3. And I guess the first question is, well, what is a Victorita Stream? It's an accessible palm-sized multimedia device. I'll just hold the Victorita Stream 3 up for those that are sight-dependent and can see it. It has keys on it uh, that's a bit like a remote control, and it's about the size of a deck of cards. So in 2007, we had the Stream 1, which was a handheld daisy player and an MP3 book player, a bit like the old iPods that played MP3. Stream 2 came along in 2013, which brought additional functions which were internet and online focused. So you could do internet radio streaming, download podcasts, access Wikipedia and Wiktionary articles, and of course, set up your Vision Australia library. So now, this month, this year, we introduced Stream 3, and that's brought a lot of software improvements and technical updates, basically a modernization of the technology. And it's also incorporated a lot of user feedback. A few years ago, we put out a survey asking users their thoughts and desires for a new stream product. And some of you may have even taken that survey. The stream has always been our most popular product, globally speaking. And what came back from that survey was clear that people wanted a new product to remain very similar to the Stream 2 in terms of layout, minimal buttons, and the user face, inter interface not to be changed. But they also wanted modern hardware and some new features. So the Stream 3 does exactly that. It's very much like the Stream 2 in terms of its footprint, its button layout is very similar, and the interface is very similar with just a few tweaks, which are for the better. So it means for you that are Stream 2 users that if you get a Stream 3, the learning curve is really minimal. So I want to focus tonight on some of the hardware and software enhancements just to let you know what's new. So let's start with the hardware enhancements. First of all, we've got USB-C charging port. So the Stream 2 uses a micro USB connection, but with the USB-C connection, it means that there's no right or wrong way to put that cable in. It can go in either way, and that means there's less risk of you damaging the port or the plug. It's a lot more sturdy, and therefore uh, you can be confident that you're putting it in well. The headphone and the microphone jack have been moved to the bottom of the device, and that's going to support what I call pocket use. A lot of people like to carry their stream in their back pocket whilst they're vacuuming or in their pocket whilst they're washing up, for example. 
And if you're using wired headsets, it means that you can then easily connect, have that player head first in your pocket, use it with your hands, but then you're not getting uh, cables all tangled up. There's a better quality speaker, which is louder, and that's also been moved to the bottom, which also helps with pocket use. So if you've got the stream in your shirt pocket with the bottom up, the speaker is closer to you and you'll hear the better quality speaker. The SD card slot is now protected with a rubber flap, so that avoids losing those SD cards if they accidentally popped out. It also prevents damage to the SD slot because it's uh, dust and foreign objects can't get in. The keys are uh, rubber keys and they're tactile marked and uh, they're easy to find. They're bigger, they've got a tactile mark, so you can easily find those keys that you want. There is also, and I'll just hold the key up, the unit up again, there is a rubber mark around the back. It's like a rectangle rim around the back, uh, which gives it grip. So when it's on the table, it is not going to slide anywhere. I'll tell you that. Uh, the user battery, there's no longer a user replaceable battery. We've now got a battery that sits permanently sort of onto the board. That allows us to give it a lot more contact points. And we do realize that there had been a couple of battery issues with a couple of batches. And uh, we feel that now by making it a inset battery, we can have more contact points, which means it's more reliable. We can also make it a 15 hour battery. So you'll get a lot of um, long listening times. You'll get about 500 charge cycles out of those batteries, which means that uh, after about, say, let's say two years, it'll jump, drop down from about 15 hours to about 12 hours before um, you know, you'll see that drop. But then you can still keep playing it. When you do decide to replace the battery, maybe a couple of years after that, you just send it to our Sydney office. We don't have costs for that at this stage, but I can assure you that we'll be keeping the costs low. It won't be very expensive to replace the battery. What about some of the software enhancements? Well, we're now using a new protocol called Mass Transfer Protocol, which means when you connect it to your PC to transfer files, you can also use the player at the same time. I did that the other day. I copied some files onto the card, but I was able to play those files just to confirm that I had put this, the right files on. So that was a nice feature. We now support SD cards up to uh, one terabyte in size. It connects to Wi-Fi 5G now, uh, gigahertz, as well as the 2.4. And for those that want to get techie, it supports the BGNAC protocol. The Wi-Fi you'll find is faster and more reliable. So I will note, because I know the question will come up, uh, it doesn't support web-based authentication networks. So if you're in an airport or hospital or something where you have to authenticate through a web browser, it doesn't do that because it doesn't have that feature. Um, it's not a web browser, but it does work with a lot of, lot of networks now and faster, as I say. For those that like recording, you can record uh, with the internal microphone, external microphone, but now also a USB-C headset. One of my favourites is that it now supports PDF text files natively. No need to convert them anymore. So just put your PDF text files 
into the text bookshelf and you'll be able to read them. There's a lot of other customizable things. For example, you can now hear what podcast is downloading. So if you're downloading David's IC podcast, it will announce that that podcast has come down. There will be a lot of user support documentation, as usual, built-in user guide, our YouTube channel. But I want to let you know that there is an audio tutorial being designed by Mystic Access, and it's going to be free. It's going to be on the Mystic Access website and on our website, and it's tailored for newbies to the stream as well as seasoned stream users that are transitioning to the stream three. The cost of the Stream 3 is $675 plus shipping, and we will also be providing an optional executive products leather case. All the executive products cases are very nice cases, and uh, that will be $132 plus shipping. It doesn't ship with a case because we've found a lot of people don't use them, but those that do want a case, the executive products comes highly recommended. Um, how am I going for time? I could do a two-minute demo if you like. Yeah, I was about to say that. It'd be really good if you did a maybe both the offline and the online in about two minutes if you can do it. But yeah, sure. I think it'd be really okay. nice to hear people how you I'll navigate it. So that's the Lisa voice. So I'm going to in the offline, I've gone to the um I've gone to the number one key to get to my text files. Text files or files. Exporting and importing user data and configurations.pdf. So there's a PDF file, but I'm going to go across with six BRF. to pet jokes, BRF. We support BRF files, so whether it's music or a BRF file. And I'm just pressing play. Is it going to read me a pet joke? I think it's fine. Here it is. Okay, so that was part of a joke, but I want to quickly go over to the online section. Am I pressing the online button? So I'm on the internet radio bookshelf. By pressing seven, remember, I'll get into a local menu. So I'm instantly in the uh, menu for settings to do with the radio. And the first option is the playlist. Well, let's say I want to have a look at what's on the North American playlist. I can just press hash on that option. English Australia, New Zealand. And I can now go forward. English India. English North America. And choose English North America. Humanware playlist. English North America. Now I can come out of that menu with star. Meeting menu one. Favorites. And I'll go along the bookshelf. Two. Humanware playlist. English North America. And now I'm on the North American one. 16. BBC World Service. And I can go along the 17. North American um, playlist for North America and press play. So, so Sorry, it's just a, a very sound. easy way. Yep, keep going. So that was just a weird sound. Keep going. That wasn't a stop. That, <laughs> that, that was a jazz sound. <laughs> yeah. um, so the... Menu system is new. It'll take a little bit of while of getting used to, but I think people will really improve of it and find it easier. Yeah. Ramo, so just, just just quickly, how do you get through all? How do you get to the actual other menus though on the Victor Redis stream? How do you get to the menus? Yeah, because um, as in the podcasts and the the Daisy oh, books. Move, yeah, it's just press one, 
to move between the bookshelves. The radio references, this is your Wikipedia. I'm just pressing one, one, one podcast. And there's my Vision Australia book. So I just press one 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 to go between those different types of things. Okay, and 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 as you said, you if you're online, you'd press the middle top button again to go back to your offline. That's right. Offline means anything on the SD card. Text mm. file. Cool. So once again, one 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 between notes, text files, and anything else you have on your SD card. So just in conclusion. I mentioned the stream was very popular, and that's because it's it's simple to use, it's tactile buttons, it's intuitive interface, it allows a wide uh, and enjoy, enjoyable sort of content, sorry, you know, a wide uh, variety of content that you can enjoy, and it's designed for blind people. And the Stream 3 really brings together many of the things that Stream 2 users and potential customers have asked us for. So I'm happy to take any questions too. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you, Ramona. And thank you both to Sam Ramona for giving the presentations on both the Sense Player and the Victor Reader stream. And uh, Tony, I'll now hand it back to you for uh, question time from the people participating this evening. Thank you, David. Um, we do have one question from Anne, and this to Sam. Can you connect the Sense Player to hearing aids via Bluetooth directly or through a smartphone? Thanks for your question, Anne. Um, you can certainly do it through a smartphone um, because you probably, or the, the client would probably have hearing aids paired to the smartphone already. As far as pairing the Sense Player directly to hearing aids via Bluetooth, it would depend very much on the hearing aids. And I would advise that they consult with their hearing aid specialist manufacturer for that. Um, it may work particularly if there's Android support, but some hearing aids don't actually require the Android support at all. So yeah, it will depend a little bit, I think, on the hearing aid model. And Ramona, the same question uh, for you as well. <laughs> um, yeah, it is a bit of a, um, a trial. Uh, if the uh, hearing aids support the audio profile, it's highly likely to use it. But sometimes there are different audio Bluetooth protocols profiles in different devices. So it would really depend on what the particular hearing aids are using in the terms of a Bluetooth profile. But the audio profile is the preferred one. Thank you. Um, just a reminder to use the chat box if you want to um, ask a question or if you're unsure how to use the chat box, just click on the raise your hand icon and I can unmute you and you can ask the um, Ramona or Sam questions. Whilst we're waiting for that, Tony, I'm, I, shall I give the contact details for HumanWare? That's a good yes, idea. Mm. Yeah, humanware.com, H-U-M-A-N-W-A-R-E, humanware.com is the website for our Sydney office that can be reached on 02-9686-2600. That's 02-9686-2600. Choose option three for sales inquiries and option four for tech support. And is there an email address as well, Ramona? Oh, yes. au.sales at humanware.com. Excellent. Any other questions, uh, Tony? Because I've got a couple, as usual. <laughs> um, none so far from the audience, but feel free to answer, um, ask your questions, David. Okay. So with both players, so um, Ramona, you can answer me first. Does the Victoria stream, and if it doesn't, that's fine, but if it does in the future, that would be also good. 
can you use it with a Bluetooth keyboard at the moment? Uh, no, it's, at the moment you can't use it with a Bluetooth keyboard. Mm -hmm. Okay, and the same? That's certainly something that would be considered on the yeah. roadmap. Okay, cool. No, that'll be fantastic. We can't either currently. It's certainly on the wish list though. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right. The other question I've got is can you use it with a a, I mean, sorry, a Bluetooth mic. I mean, I know it, I know it supports Bluetooth headphones, um, but I've got a few mics that are Bluetooth-only mics. They're actually not headsets. So is that something that either Humanware or Pacific Vision have tested at all? Oh, as far as I know, we haven't tested it, and it certainly doesn't support that. Cool. Okay. If it's supported by Android, mm. then it's likely to work, but I don't know if we've... If, well, I certainly haven't tested um, that sort of uh, configuration. Yep. Um, Jenny Axler, however, the product manager, has every audio configuration. I know, I've listened to one of her. So it's TV very is. possible <laughs> <laughs> that right. she may have. So, um, okay. yeah, that's certainly a question worth putting to her. All yeah. right. No, that's cool. All right. Um, and there was another one in my brain that's just, just popped out presently. Um, oh, with the... Because I know with the Victor Reader stream, it's the full manual. Now, am I imagining things, Sam, or is it the is it the sort of the quick version of the manual that's in the the Sense Player or not? Right. So we've definitely got the full version of the manual on board. Hold down the star key, and you'll be in the the whole manual. Um, but we've got it in such a way that. Um, when you go down the chapters, you can press the right arrow to go into the sub-chapters of the chapter, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. Or just press the enter key or the OK key to read the entire chapter. Right. Okay. And that uh, that mythical thing you were talking about coming out, the All Apps one, is that a currently mm -hmm. in a beta version at the moment? It's not actually currently released? That's very much in beta at the moment, yes. Yes, but it's already looking very promising. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Um. Ramona, is there any way of making the speaker in the Victor Reader stream itself just a little bit louder? Because I know when I put headphones on, it's brilliant. But when I'm using the speaker, it, I mean, if I've got the speaker pointing up to me, it's fine. If I've got it sitting on the desk, it just sounds a little bit, I don't know, it just sounds a little bit softer than before. I don't know if I'm imagining things or I'm, I'm going deaf because of my age, apparently. Um, <laughs> is there any way of making it louder if you can't hear the volume? I think what, um, you know, certainly it is a better quality and newer speaker, and it is certainly louder. People are giving us that feedback. It sounds louder to me. Right. Um, I think it just depends on also what you're, whether you're listening to the TTS or you're listening to a book, because sometimes some of those old talking books are mm. recorded at a quiet volume. Yep. Um, I have also found, and I don't know whether this is accidental, but if you have your uh, recording volume up higher, it mm. seems to be like almost like a master controller volume uh, for the playback of TTS, and mm -hmm. um, but I think that's maybe accidental. Okay. Um, I also find that some voices, like the male voices, sound louder mm. than the female voices. Okay, yeah, because I know, I mean, if all our players at Vision Australia, Vision Store, we always get asked about, you know, people forget that you can plug headphones into these things and Bluetooth speakers and all sorts of things, and people just want to say, well, yeah, but I just want to use the player by itself. Um, now, the other question that I haven't tested yet myself, and I'm, I'm, I want to, because being an audio person and using a mixer, I'm always monitoring my own voice or how the microphone's picking up, say, a lecture, for example. When you record through headphones, um, Ramona, can you monitor what the mic in the Victor Reda stream is picking up? 
I believe you can now, yes. I haven't done that myself, but mm. I know that that was asked for and that wasn't something you could do on the Victor Rita trip, but you can do that now on the stream trip. Excellent, yeah, because I, I, it's very weird now. Every time I do a recording now and I can't hear myself, I think there's something wrong. How do I know if the microphone's listening to me? Um, how about you, Sam? Yes, you can certainly hear that the microphones are live, but uh, we're reviewing the way that that works and the profile that's being used so that it sounds even better. Right. Okay, Tony. Do you have any any questions or any other questions coming through the the participants? Um, no questions from the audience. Uh, both Romand, Romona, and Sam must must have done an awesome job um, <laughs> with their presentation. That's um, the audience are speechless. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll ask another one. Now, this is the one that I've been asked by quite a few people. Are you able to plug in these players to a accessible or just a general power bank? And is it safe to do so, or can you damage the player? Because I know you can plug it into a USB-C, you know, off your PC or on the charger, but is it okay to use a power bank with them? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's oh. no reason why you couldn't use a power bank with, with the sales player. Okay. Yeah, and I, and I think so too, absolutely. Hmm. Um, you could even use some of those fast chargers, but it's just devices, you know, you can plug those in, but they may not take, like they may not charge any faster, but you won't damage them. Yep. So the, the the device draws what it needs to at the rate that it's set to. Okay, and when you've got a, a um, update, you know, waiting in you know back in the humanware services or back in the mm -hmm. human services, I mean, I know it automatically updates, but do you get like a like a, I'm sort of talking about a smartphone here? Do you get like a notification saying there's an update waiting? Do you wish to update? Yes or no? And you, you can probably go first for that, one, Ramona. Yes, yeah, and it will say press hash to download. So yeah. Okay, but you can choose not to if you don't want to. That's right. Okay. And you can even cancel cancel mid-download. You can cancel downloads as well. But, yes, certainly you will be prompted. I won't just do it. Okay. And Sam? We've certainly done that with our BrailleSense products before. Whether that's made it to the Sense player, I'm not quite sure whether we have yet. That might still be in its infancy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's probably good. What, what I tend to do if I've got a, a list of people who have purchased from us, I put them all in a database and let people know the changes when the updates do come out and, and when they're actually available. So yeah, I'll continue to, to do that. Okay. And Ramona, I know with the, was it with the Victoritas 2, was there something that was happening with Telstra, net, um, Telstra NBN modems? There was some conflict or is that sort of long gone now? Uh, yeah, what you're referring to, David, is that with the Stream 2, some of the newer Stream 2, say like from 2019 onwards, mm. there was a problem when N when Telstra brought out their NBN modems. Mm -hmm. Some modifications needed to be made in those modems. The streams could connect after those modifications. Oh, I, have, okay. I haven't heard any problems with Stream 3. Now, it is, it is um, new days and we've got a few people out there with streams now, mm. but I think I would have heard about it by now if it had been an issue because the Telstra modems are so prolific. Okay. So I don't believe it's an issue, but I'm only going to say 99% yep. sure. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> now, one question that I do, definitely do not know, and I think I know the answer for this for the the Sense player, when you've got the sleep mode on on you know on the Victor Reader stream third generation, I know it stops the book. Does it also turn the player off or just stop the book? Um, on the Stream three and yeah. all our streams. Yeah. Yeah. When when it comes to the expiry time, it turns the player off. Oh, okay. I don't know why yeah. for some reason. I just thought it put it into, I don't know, some sort of standby mode because that's my sort of my next part of that question. 
Is there a standby mode for the Victor Reader stream, or it, could it be a future thing to talk about? Because or to look at, because I notice if I turn on from scratch, and I know I'm a smartphone user and I want things to be right there, but it takes about you know ten seconds, which I could be you know I could be nicking off making a cup of coffee in ten seconds or something. Um, is there any look in the future about maybe having a standby mode? So when you've got the player on and you maybe you press the, the power button, it will go into a standby mode, which means when you press it again, it'll come right back on again straight away. Well, the at the moment. For that, Ramona. Yes, I, I heard my Matthew just reply <laughs> saying we're looking into a sleep, uh, sleep standby mode. So at the moment mm. there isn't, but um, Matthew has just told us Excellent. that they're looking into that. And okay. we certainly have that on our new uh, Stellar Trek. So okay. Yeah. Oh, excellent. All right, fine. And look, Sam, I know the the sleep function definitely turns it off. Um, is there a standby mode on the the sense player as well? There is a standby mode. So there's a complete shutdown, or there's there's just standby um, or a screen off mode into which you can put the player. Yeah. Right. Okay. And can you clarify me for me on the on the sense player? What's the difference between the third button across on the top, which I think is Bluetooth? And the Smart Connect, because sometimes when I choose Smart Connect, it, it tends to ignore my iPhone. And then what I almost feel like I've got to do is turn the Bluetooth third button on and off, and then Smart Connect works again. Am I just using those buttons incorrectly? So Bluetooth, the third button along is just for Bluetooth as in peripherals, like your headsets, ah, for example. Right. Um, or for bringing up a list or pairing the Bluetooth devices or turning Bluetooth on and off. Mm -hmm. The fourth button along is just for Smart Connect. And depending on whether you press and hold, force press, or just a light press, mm -hmm. um, that will either um, re reconnect your last pairing or yep. it'll bring up the, the various devices that you've already paired. Okay. All right. Excellent. And Ramona, because I'm a Mac user and I don't want to use grungy Windows, and I, and I absolutely <laughs> love the companion app on on Windows. How does it work with, do you know how it works with the um, the Mac at all? Uh, do you mean in terms of copying files? Copying across? files across, yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, providing it can read the SD card, it, there shouldn't, providing it's a, your Mac supports that MTP protocol, there shouldn't be any problem. Yeah, that's, that's part of the problem, I think, because I know with um, the Sense Player, I've got to use this really, it, it works, but it's called the Android File Transfer. Um, so what I've decided to do with both of mine now is, which is a lot easier, I just have an SD card reader and a, a micro SD card reader for the Sense Player, and I just do it that way because they yeah. don't seem to connect too well. Sam, you were going to say something? There, there is an app, David, and it may work for both um, mm. called MacDroid. It is a paid app, but mm. it works brilliantly. Um, and I've even heard people taking advantage of that for some of the humanware Braille products as oh. well. So, um, yeah, and MacDroid works really, really nicely. It just integrates into your file system. Uh, and then you can just copy and paste between uh, the devices. Well, look, I feel completely shamed now because as a Mac user, I probably should have known <laughs> that, shouldn't I? Oh, dear. Now, um, Manny, you said that's got about 500 cycles. Last question, David. That's okay. Good. Okay. <laughs> you said, I said, I told you I had a list. Um, so <laughs> you said, Ramona, there's about 500 cycles for the <clears throat> for the Victor Reader stream. How many cycles is it for the, um, the Sense player, Sam, before it gets a bit wonky? I'm going to guess that it's probably about the same. It's generally what you have in, in batteries and then, mm. you know, it'd be time for someone to call us up and get a new battery effectively. So, okay. yeah, I think it's about the same. And Tony, can much. I just sneak one, one, one five-second one in? <laughs> so nicely, <laughs> thank yes. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. Um, with the battery, so with that battery, is that an off-the-shelf battery? Like, could I go to any battery sort of battery shop and buy it or do I have to get it specifically from Pacific Vision? 
Oh, it's possible. You might be able to find something similar at Battery World or they might be able to make you something up. Right. Um, but we would generally suggest that people just purchase it from us. Right. Okay. Cool. Okay. I'll stop now, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for attending. Um, you can contact the Vision, the Vision Store team on one three hundred eight four seven four six six or email visionstore at visionaustralia.org. Or you can also contact uh, Humanware or um, Pacific Vision if you have any further questions about the Sense Player or the Victor Reader Stream 3. Just a reminder that these webinars run every two to three months. So please check your emails and the Vision Store website for further details on our next topic. Thank you once again, Ramona and Sam and Matthew um, from um, Humanware um, for attending this webinar.